I'm Jim Cameron, broadcasting from the Fountainhead, the home of Synergy Billing in Holly Hill, and I'm your host for Volusia Matters, a program that delves into the latest in Volusia's governmental and political issues. And thanks to y'all passing the word, our listener count is moving up. So, today is a special time-sensitive podcast with an interview with Volusia Sheriff Mike Chitwood. So, let's get started. Mike, we're sure glad to have you with us today. Jim, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Righty. Well, listen, let's jump into questions because I know you're busy and all. Um. Sheriff's Office, y'all have begun, I know, law enforcement on the beach. How's that going so far? Uh, you know, we're still working out some of the kinks. Uh, Memorial Day weekend, we learned some things that we uh, we had to overcome. But all in all, we're on a pretty good track. I mean, so far, since May 1st, we made, uh, from May 1st to June 12th, we made like 74 arrests, confiscated one gun, locked uh, two people up for masturbating on the beach, uh, that's, that's an issue we have to work on because apparently, uh, they're in these tents, not the kind of thing we think of where it's covering you know, from the sun. These are full fledged tents and they're peeking out through the opening of the tent and they're, and they're obviously there's kids there. So that was something we got to work on. Uh, mm-hmm. we locked up a couple of people for being naked in the bathroom, a lot of alcohol violations, one gun arrest, one unregistered sex offender who was wandering around down there. So uh, all in all, we're getting a really good reception from the vendors and uh, and the people down there. Well, good, good. Uh, also, legislature, which they just, you know, finished their session recently and all, they had a bill I'm sure you're familiar with as it relates to a sheriff's authority. This is a statewide bill, I believe it is. Sheriff's authority in each county. You familiar with that bill? Yeah, that's that's the one that that's the bill that basically told the the counties you can no longer have your own police department or any subsidiary of the of the supervisor of elections, anything like that. So what it what it says really is there's only six ways in the state of Florida that you can have a police department. If you're a municipality, obviously, if you're a sheriff's office, school school board can have their own police department. And then it's uh, airport police, it is a uh, hospital, and it's a port authority. They're the only six ways that you can have law enforcement. So the, what that did basically was strip the law enforcement in off of the beach. Uh, but really, the bill, the impetus behind that bill wasn't Volusia County. We were, we were collateral damage. They were really after Miami-Dade because Miami-Dade refused to implement Amendment 10. And they wanted to file lawsuits and drag this thing out. And the legislature said, no, this is not how this is going to work. This is how it's going to work. So then they passed the bill that, that really establishes the authority of the sheriff. And if anybody tries to intervene in that, like if the mayor of Miami-Dade tries to do it again, he can be removed from office and charged with a misdemeanor. Okay, so that's interesting. So that goes back to Amendment 10 from before then as it relates to Miami, it's kind of what you're saying. Okay. Right, exactly. Um, a few weeks ago, you had that group. Was it or Orlando invades Daytona? They were coming here. They didn't have any permits and all. 
and you implemented the uh, event zone along Special A1A event zone. Yep. and a couple of other streets there. And apparently that one group backed off or whatever. It sounds like that that new legislation that was from the 2022 legislation that gave you that authority more so. Sounds like that's working, huh? It, it's working. And they got to thank Representative Leak and uh, Senator Wright for that. They, now, the issue, like everything else, is when you close one window, another window opens. Now, what they're doing is they're not going on to the mainstream social media. They're not going on Facebook, Twitter, and all the other normal stuff that we monitor. They're, they're now using these shadow uh, uh, websites that we really can't get our hands on. And that's what happened last week with the truck event last weekend. All the mainstream stuff showed no event. But subculture using these different other platforms that we're unable to really monitor is how they how they got around us. And uh, now this weekend, it's been advertised that they're having a truck event come in. So you'll see uh, if you haven't heard already heard today, we declared another special event zone for this weekend. So you'll see all the signs out. You'll see extra law enforcement out there. Whether or not anybody comes, we don't know. But again, you know, we learned a lesson last weekend. Okay, because I just I was on beach side over there this morning for something that I was working on, and I just saw one of your signs posted at Seabreeze yep. Bridge or something that said, "Here, you know, event zone. This is the limit event something like that." I mean, see, you had signs posted already this morning. Okay, and all right, that explains it then, because my wife and I we're watching. Our, one of our favorite shows, On Patrol Live. And, and it had some of your deputy sheriffs out there at one of the A1A uh, gas stations. Tons of trucks out there. I mean, those heavy-duty type trucks or whatever. So they're using those other type websites now besides Facebook. Okay, wow. Yeah, right. they're, you know, they're they're not stupid. You know, it's a never-ending battle. You know, you, the special events zone law is fantastic. We just got to make sure we can locate, you know, when they advertise and say these things. That way we can go after the promoter. Uh, like this event had been promoted earlier, so we already sent a cease and desist letter to that promoter. Uh, and then again, you know, anybody's welcome here, but you have to obey our rules. You just got to come up here and tear up our beaches and our neighborhoods. By all means, by all means. Also, kind of like going back into the neighborhoods, Daytona Beach, I don't know if you saw that about two weeks ago or so, one of their meetings that they said they're going to put more security cameras up there, especially around Sea Breeze and that area there. Uh, and, and uh, security cameras, they make a difference? They do make a difference, especially, uh, I don't know what Daytona's plan is. If they're being monitored live, they make a big difference. And if and, and, and if they're recording, which I'm sure they are, they're a huge asset in investigations. You know, if you look back to the, the guy that killed those poor people, Daytona did a great job of piecing together video, uh, you know, from the Ocean Walk, from uh, I think it was from the Burger King, from a gas station there on Seabreeze. They did a, went back and went through all this video to really put this guy in place. Now, imagine if you have that, I want to use like a ring of cameras that can really capture an area. So I, I, I applaud what they're trying to do. They're, it is definitely uh, technology is definitely a, 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 a boost for us. It's a, it's a, it's a force multiplier. Okay. Um, 
Hey, I really follow your Facebook page and I, and I get a lot of my material for this podcast and all, I mean, from your Facebook page and uh, your team, Andrew Gant and such. But, um, I mean, so I saw something. I mean, is there a group out there now putting out flyers and driveways again? I mean, is that that's really going on? It's going on big time. Uh, last weekend, they were in Wildwood and papered the whole damn town with those anti-Semitic, anti-Black, anti-gay flyers. And apparently, Wildwood Police Department, and again, I'm listening to what a reporter had told me, they said it's free speech. They can do whatever they want. Well, that's not the case with House Bill 269. House Bill 269 says if you throw that stuff on private property, you can be arrested for that. You know, if you've got a bullhorn and you're going after somebody because of their race, their religion, their ethnicity, uh, or their sexual orientation, you're behind them and you're berating them and, you know, saying all these horrible things, that's aggravated stalking. You know, you use a projector to shine hateful messages, uh, uh, anti-Semitic messages or whatever it may be on the side of private property, like the Speedway, for instance, that's, that's, that's a felony. So, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're masking, not, not masking their hate, they're, they're massing their groups together. It's them, the neo, it's the neo-Nazis, the, the new national social, socialist organization. Uh, there's a few other ones here in Florida that this weekend being Juneteenth weekend, they are calling to paper cities. So we've asked the residents to be, be vigil. If you see it, see something, or you see clowns coming around throwing stuff, you got to call us and give us the tag number. You know, if you have ring body, if you have ring footage and they come onto your property, get, get us a copy of that footage because we will be out there in force and we will be looking to arrest them and charge them under that house bill. Uh, we don't want that in our community. We're not going to stand for it in our community. And, you know, our community stands together when these things occur. And that's one of the great things about being here. Well, Mike, and, and let me just say, look, I mean, I've known you, you know, I mean, since you, you know, first began as police chief in Daytona Beach and all, and, and we worked well enough, you know, together when I was with Chamber and such. And uh, you've done a fantastic job. As I told you before, uh, somehow, my, my sister in Los Angeles, I mean, she she sends me news, you know, things that you're doing here in Volusia County. Like, wow, I didn't. I mean, she's getting news about you. I mean, out there. I mean, so you're doing a fantastic job there. Though. I mean, and as I said, also, uh, my wife and I, we are big fans of uh, On Patrol Live. I was at the. Uh, the uh, Living Waters Law Enforcement Appreciation event. I saw one of your deputies there who was on On Patrol Live at that event, though. And that was really fantastic event that night. I've said last week, I hope they keep that as an annual event and all going. But that said, uh, any closing comments that you can share with us there? Uh, well, one day next week, I'm going to be making an announcement of interest to everybody, probably next Tuesday. Uh, so stay tuned to that. I think, uh, I don't think anybody will be surprised at what I'm going to say, but you know, uh, I have a great job and I want to keep this job and I want to keep us moving in the right direction. I, I think that's the hint I'll give you. So, uh, that's, that's my final words. And, and to all the dads out there, happy father's day to you. Mike, thank you ever so much though. We'll certainly be in touch. Thank you. And Jim, I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm probably the only person in Volusia County. I get, I get wished Happy Mother's Day, too. 
except there's no day at the end. It's normally the mother part that I get. <laughs> uh, Mike, you take care. Thank you, Jim. It's always a pleasure. Stay safe. And now for the news. Per the Volusia Sheriff's Office, parts of Beachside along A1A and the peninsula will be a zero tolerance special event zone this weekend in case of a pop-up Daytona truck meet. You heard in the interview that Sheriff Chitwood is using special 2022 legislation thanks to Representative Tom Leake and Senator Tom Wright regarding unsanctioned events. Now this allows law enforcement more latitude regarding increased traffic fines, towing, and other deterrents. So look for those signs on the bridges and along A1A this weekend. Now, next item, sadly, with this being Juneteenth weekend, there have been reports of hate groups distributing flyers in people's driveways. The Sheriff's Office has been monitoring social media sites of any signs of trouble, and I'll report any outcomes in next week's regular Volusia Matters podcast. And I want to say that all Volusia Matters listeners stand behind our law enforcement officials this weekend. Next item, last week, I mentioned the First Step Shelter Board was considering the idea of remodeling 12 portable classroom buildings into apartments for shelter residents needing affordable living quarters. I was able to attend their meeting on Tuesday where the plan was turned down. Group Chair Mayor Derek Henry expressed concern that First Step needs to stay focused on its central mission and that's to shelter homeless individuals. Others said it's a great idea for another organization to do. Stay tuned. Next item, June 15th, Governor DeSantis signed a $116 billion state budget for fiscal year 2023-24, which includes a $2.7 billion tax relief package along with increased funding for the environment, education, public safety, infrastructure, and water quality projects, not to mention reducing Florida's debt by $400 million. It also includes $15 billion in reserves and DeSantis vetoed $510 million of local projects, some of which in Volusia include Pine Island Canal Dredging Cleanup Project in New Smyrna Beach, 
Oak Hill Infrastructure Project, the Bridge Homeless Shelter and the Land, Storm Water Rehab Pipeline in Port Orange, Flood Control Study in Deltona, and others. Next item, the Volusia Affordable Housing Advisory Committee meets Tuesday, June 27, 3 p.m. at the Volusia Emergency Operations Center on Tiger Bay Road, where they'll discuss affordable housing incentive strategies for their 2023 report and review affordable housing plans progress. Also, the Volusia Forever Committee meets June 16th, 9 a.m. at the County Administration Building in Deland, where they'll review their 2023 Cycle 1 applications as well as goals for 2023. In closing, I'd like to thank our guest, Sheriff Mike Chitwood, and I will continue to announce that the U.S. debt stands at $31.8 trillion, and it's growing despite that agreement that was reached two weeks ago in Congress. Now, look for a new podcast episode to be released next week, and the views expressed on this podcast may or may not necessarily express the opinions of Jim Cameron Consulting. And for more news, check out my newsletter, which is emailed each month. And if you're not receiving it, call me at 566-2140, and my missed call guarantee still stands. And in closing, I'd like to thank our first responders, particularly our firefighters, EMTs, and paramedics. They're on duty around the clock to assure our safety. They're doing a fabulous job, and to them, I want to say, keep up the good work. And again, I want to wish our law enforcement officers the best this weekend. This is Jim Cameron saying peace, love, and roll tide.